Niggas in Relations, part two. You got me stuck in here. You got me stuck in here. Whoa, we stuck in here. You got me stuck in here. I wanna know where we going with this. And if not more, what's the point of the shit? Can you not waste my time? I wanna know where we going with this. illustrious of them. Hear me. Anybody in the DMV that y'all need us to talk to, we talk to them. What else more do y'all need? And today, we have Matt of Lions that make some noise for the Lions. Yeah. I got both my CEOs in the building right now, Charlie. You're joking. So, for those... (laughs) Did I tell a lie? So, for those who do not (laughs) know of the Lions, then, Matt, introduce the world. Hey, how you doing? Lions Den is the collective in the DMV. We're very talented, very, very talented musicians of all kinds of walks of life. Get to know us, stay tuned. No, I stand with the most diverse people I've ever been around, black, white, whatever your ethnicity is, I can definitely stand. Like, even the black people just come from different walks of life. It's pretty amazing. Where did the Lions Den start? Where did it begin? Where's the origins of it? Real shit started in like 2011. That sounds like Um, Flowers. Yeah. And Glenn No, 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 no. It was like way before, like way after Flowers, but like core members came from Flowers Mm -hmm. for the most part. So it started in 2011. Real talk at the Lions Den show, at the Our Future show Mm -hmm. on, uh, Valentine's Day, like right, like two days right before you did uh, Camel, mm-hmm. like two days it was in uh, Maryland, and like most of the members were at that show, and like we just came together that night, and it's been like that ever since. Makes a lot of sense yeah. because I've told you privately and separately <sighs> that you all remind me of like the East Coast version of. Our future. Yeah, I mean, I, I figured that was gonna happen regardless. Like niggas need something to compare something else to, but not to compare. But it's just like yeah. I say that because it's just like the the freedom and like acceptance. Because like you allow people to be free, but you also accept the freedom that the members of the Lions Den and the and like the fans in. All of that yeah, that the individuals had. Like, why change somebody to fit something they don't really fit? Like, everybody's trying to make somebody mold them into what they want them to be, allow them to grow into what they need to be, to and be then what they are. Yeah, be what they are, and then use them in a capacity that 
make sense for them instead of forcing them into something they don't need to be doing. Know your role and shut your mouth. <laughs> do what the fuck you need to do and shut up. Like, that's all it is. Like, for real. Like, you got to treat people like human beings. Like, no one tries to treat nobody like like real people. Like, they try to treat them like items or toys. Like, just, like, treat people how they are supposed to be treated. Like a master complex. Like, exactly. you work for me, so I like, expect you to do this and like, that. You don't get the best work out of people when you treat them outside of how they should be treated. Period. It's been proven many a times. Like, <laughs> like any CEO will probably tell you, but they just figure, hey, just treat people however they want to, however you can, like, just to get whatever out of them. You don't get the best people like that. So I have people doing what they need to be doing. And anytime I need them, I will call upon them. They can't do it. I'll try to do it myself. It's it's that simple. Period. That's all it has to be. Respect, respect. You mentioned odd future. Um, that's where like the collective came together, or like that was kind of like the initiation, and whatnot. Um, what would you say is maybe other musical influences? Because I'm going to assume that odd future, since you guys all met at that concert, that is something that's a musical person that you <laughs> yeah. guys like. But are there other musical influences? Um. And in particular, what was going on around that time, that 2011 time? Because I'm kind of interested into that. I don't, like, 2011, I had, um, I was in a band called Bad English. Sorry about that. It was a different time. But <laughs> Hold on, what was the name of the band? Bad English. Bad English. 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 Yeah. Mm. Like. Not English, but English. English. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. It's bad. It's a bad joke. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel that. I was like, I don't I, like, I felt what you were saying, I mean, but I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, but you know, you know. Yeah, no. I respect, mean, look, respect. Respect. <laughs> but uh, I was in a band. We had just did Rock and Roll till we had lost, I think, a bassist and a guitarist. And then we were just out of the band. Um, I had I, I had been t- Tyler Creative fan already. Like, we had already been, like, planning. Like, I was planning next move past being in a band because like for real for all I wanted to do was be a fucking front man for real for a band like what made you want to be a front man for a band that's a very Charles I swear to God I was about to ask that question that's a very unique like and before um, you answer did it come from you being here and loving Go-Go Go-Go and just regular like front man in general like like uh, I I was a scene kid so I was listening to like a lot of bands where like just Front man and a band in the back, and I'm like, like TV, um, TV on the radio, Taking Back Sunday, like, um, that's probably you shit. go back to Queen and shit. Yeah, you Queen, go, it's funny because, like, a lot of those eight, like, you know, early 80s, like, mid 80s, like, grunge pop, like, that was the, you know, front like, man. Like, that, that shit was cool, right it was cool as fuck. Even, even yeah, like, Lionel sure. Richie, um, <laughs> Because he was jaw like a front man for the company. Some 41. You, some 41. You can say, um, <laughs> fuck, what is it? Chicago. Chicago. No, no, I'm thinking another black one. Uh, mm, Charlie Wilson. Charlie Wilson. At that time. Charlie Wilson. Gap Band. Yeah, Gap Band. Uh, That's my demo. Yeah, folk. but like, I wanted to be a front man. Like, a front man is essentially an MC and a singer at 
both times. You know like, yeah. That's like, a very interesting. And I lead mic. Yeah. And I wanted to be a comedian too. Like I thought I was funny. Like I used to Oh, like, so you just wanted to be like Eddie Murphy. Yeah, like <laughs> like just on the mic talking shit and then making saying, music. Like, like, <laughs> 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 no, 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 Charles. No, no, Charles. That was the that was the accent comparison. Eddie Murphy funny shit though. That shit was hit it. And you don't miss me. Yeah, man. That's just that's just smash. That's interesting. So like all those so like not well, okay, so you you've named a few musical influences, but like you spanned a bunch of genres, genres a bunch and of eras, you know, things of that nature. Um, can you pinpoint maybe one, like maybe not music in particular, but time when you were like, This is what I like? I have one in my head. Like person? No moment, just for you, like, oh, I like this kind of music, because it seems to be like you have a lot of different influence, but they seem to be, like you said, very, very unique. The Pixies. Front the Pixies. Wow. Okay. Like, Pixies, like, there's a saying, like, uh, in, like, 1989, the Pix- no one sounded like the Pixies. By the 90s, every band sounded, sounded like, like the Pixies. Pixies. Yeah. The Pixies' Doolittle is one of the greatest albums ever made, front to back, like, no skips, period. Oh, you know what's like, crazy? What? I was about to say 85 to 89. 85 to 89? Like, that's your musical genre. I would. I would, but hip-hop, I, my hip-hop taste is more modern. Now. I'm already sure. But, but I meant, like, this, all right, we're getting very personal now, but band-wise and musical, musically, sonically, yeah. 85 to 89, like, that rock era... Okay, so that was like new wave, like yeah. uh, that was uh, when um, everybody wants to rule the world came out, like around that area. Yeah, I would say that band band type, like that was Nirvana was starting mm-hmm. getting started in that like yeah. earlier Nirvana time. Nirvana was like, like eighty eight, eighty nine. Yeah, eighty eight, eighty nine, and and then 90. when Seattle came on, because Seattle had endless rock bands. Yeah, it was time. just all, all right, Charles. Go ahead with your question. No, no, continue. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, Seattle was uh, mostly it was mostly grunge. Yeah, that was like. Seattle out. and Portland had like, the, had the juice. moving away from metal, mm-hmm. to grunge, and then like grunge ruled like up until like ninety six, ninety seven, and then now you get new metal and shit like that. Lebiscuit tight. I don't care what nobody say. Lebiscuit vicious. I fuck with Lebiscuit. They're all for their nookie. I mean, at that at the end of that, at yeah. that time we had corn and. How about uh, that was? I'm 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 of the like the era of like early two thousands like rock pop. Honestly, I think two thousands across the board best period for music period because everything was flourishing at like a wave and everybody was having fun and they were just like into each other. Yeah, I think a lot of like you said that intermingling of of stuff. So like to see in the two thousands, crazy, (laughs) crazy. Wasn't wasn't old enough? Wasn't old enough. I wish. I heard the stories. Would have been yeah. a fun time. Would have been a fun time. So, what made, what the collective, we've talked a lot about, like, the Lions Den as an uh, idea, but, like, what makes the collective, who are in it? Are there people that we should know? Like, um, you are the CEO, but who else is in it? Where are the okay. artists that are excited to us? For now, I just want you to know the Massacres, and we got. Abe and Matthew, if you are not aware. Massacres on my Twitter. And, and um, next up is uh, Bink versus Drip. Just an artist we have from around the area. It's really nice stuff. You guys will really enjoy it. That's all I want you to know. Like that's 
That's all you really need to know. Just so, know. Bank versus Drip and Massacre. Yeah, and then um, we're having a Kickstarter on the 25th of July. Okay. So, ticket shit for that should be coming out soon. You get a little bit of Minnesota, you get a little bit of Sea Graves, and then uh, you get a little bit of our friends. <laughs> yeah, so. Should be a great time. Oh man, it should be really fun. <laughs> it should be really fun because it's a ba- so when we started out, we started doing like real house, like basement shows okay. type shit. So like we'll set up a lineup, we'll have it at my boy Addy House. Shout out to Addy. We have it at like my man Io House. Shout, Shout out to Io. <laughs> Stone Cold. Check that out. Yeah, but when we do them at that house, it'll be like real. Like actual like dive bar shows, okay. like at somebody's house, and like very welcoming. Like anybody could come in, just check out the bands. Like just just be cool. Like don't fuck up my vibes. Like in all the times I ever thrown a party, I've never seen a fight at any of my parties. There may have been like wild shit, like my man Alex kicking cars for no reason. He. he but that <laughs> <laughs> a fight could have easily started off of that. Nah, but like a fight didn't start off that though. <laughs> but some some random shit like that happened. It's just good vibes. I'm not really worried about parties, Charles. Ain't fights happening. Sometimes niggas be wrecking. That's, that'd be what it is. Oh. They weren't niggas at all. Save the kids. Oh shit. They were definitely women. So you said that all you need to know is the name, the, the two names of the, the Massacoy and then Bing versus Drip. What's so uh, is there anything? Can we get like, is there a certain genre? Is there a certain sound? Is there a certain aesthetic? No certain sound. I'm about to say, you, you. Um, you got hip hop, you got rock, you got psychedelic, you got R&B, sort of psychedelic R&B. You got R&B. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're trying. I'm I'm working on uh, getting a go-go band on there. But I want, like, someone specific to be head of that go-go band. Sort of like... You got some Iron Man. A George Clinton type go-go thing. Like, I, I, I think some purists won't like it, but, hey, you got to try something, like... Interesting. Yeah. Why George Clinton of all the kind of front men? Because Cause we've been talking about front men this episode. So why? why? I get that, but there's no other. Uh, spaceship, like, baby. Yo, he's is like the greatest thing in It's the greatest creation in music. Like for real. Like he created two bands. One was weird as shit. The other was so you could shake your ass. Mm-hmm. Like it's amazing. And perform. It's amazing. And like both so you thinking at the concert. And then when he switched up, the spaceship dropped, and you knew what time it was. You don't even need to bring nobody else to the show. You just as long <laughs> as long as you and your mans are good enough to rock a whole show, you don't need nobody fucking else for real. And we got enough music so anybody could find somebody they like. Like so, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of like things having to be a certain way. So I figured, hey, if nobody else is going to do it, let me do it. I'm going to try doing it. If it failed, it failed. But at least I tried doing it. We're not going to act like Funkadelics and get a little style from Chuck Brown in the go-go era. Fuck yeah. So. You can't leave that out. Uh, 
what's their background? I'm I'm curious what because you you try to sort of mastermind this like this very unique uh, music creation experience. It seems like where anyone could do anything and there's no limits. What sort of makes that want to be the focus, or or is that the focus? It's not necessarily anybody could do no limits. It's just the specific people around me know what they know how to do, and they work. Okay, hey, but you said you wanted like a George Clooney frontman for a local band. That seems very specific. Not in how he plays Mm -hmm. and how he would think. Okay. How he would allow his band to do certain things, gotcha, gotcha. and how he wouldn't allow his band do, to do certain things. It's not so much it's what these people do. You have to think about how these people think. Like they think differently than us. And let's not let me not say they think differently than us. They think in a totally different way. They see the world so differently from how a normal human being would see the world. Like they see no boundaries, no stoppage. They see certain sounds that people will like, certain sounds people won't like. And they handpack these people to be a part of that shit. George Clinton is just one of those people. You say when Andy Warhol is one of those people. You could say that's gonna be my next question. Do you take from other genres outside of just music or other disciplines or yeah, works? You always have to. Like no one, if you don't take from every walk of life that you've experienced, mm-hmm. you become rigid. You have to constantly be moving, being better. Like I mean, I can, I can say that all night long and. It would only work if you see me practicing what I preach, but I'm telling people that all you gotta do is be like Walter. <laughs> what, are some of, what are some of the outside of music um, people or things um, that you take in that you feel are like? I like good. what Andy Warhol did. I don't fuck with Andy Warhol. Mm. I like the idea of the factory. Why don't you fuck with Andy Warhol? <laughs> I feel like he's just that, like I have a personal reason why like, I don't fuck with Andy Warhol, but if I feel like if I, I I look at it like this, if I was to meet that person from what I've heard about that person, I probably won't fuck with that person. And Andy Warhol lived enough of a life captured by multiple people to tell me that I don't really fuck with that nigga. I wouldn't fuck with that nigga. I don't want to fuck with that nigga. So let me not fuck with that nigga. Like certain people, certain people, you just feel their vibe even through just hearing about their shit. Interesting. You just, I don't want to really, I really don't want to deal with that person. Or like, I mean, if, say, if he was alive and he came up to me, I wouldn't be rude, but I would try to shy away from those people. Like, you don't need everybody in your life, everybody don't need you in their life. That's true. That's very true. Everything ain't for everybody. That's what people need to fucking learn. Like, everybody try to make everything for them. They try to be in every space. No, some spaces are not for you. That's why I hate what they did with Afropunk. Talk about it. I fucking hate it. Talk about it. Like, 
it was like a space. Spoke about this earlier. It was space for black kids to be punk mm-hmm. and just enjoy themselves, and then it just became really commercialized. I get it because capitalism, but I don't get why so much of the punk has been taken out. Like you could have added a little bit of hair and there, and like eased it in and like made it so like everybody enjoys. But it just. Like I feel so sorry for the punk kids because I feel like they just lost their they lost their thing. This would be a free concert. I mean, yeah, I get it, capitalism, but it's just disgusting what happened. My so African punk is interesting to me because I I actually very much agree with you that there has to be a space for people, in particular black kids, who aren't doing what I guess the other black kids are doing. So Afropunk is, I think, a prime example of a space that is for them. Like, I'm not a punk kid. Like, I listen to a few rock bands here and there, like, maybe dibble and dabble with a Like, but, like, no, it's not me. So, but, like, I respect it. Like, shout out to the punk kids. I see y'all. Y'all doing y'all thing. Y'all was cool in high school. Y'all still pretty cool to this day. Um, But outside of that, like, I don't see why, um, like, I, I kind of agree with you. Like, that space has to be for them. But I wonder, like, a lot of times I hear, like, people want to be accepted. They want to be part of the mainstream. They want, like, people to kind of respect what they do. And it's kind of hard for me to hear that and then also kind of feel bad that, like, people are infringing on their <laughs> their territory. Because it's like, well, well can't do one without the it, other, right? I mean, it's necessarily, it's not even infringing on their territory. It's the way you do it. Okay. You come in with no respect. Like, that's coming into somebody else and not saying hi. Gentrifying. <laughs> like, well, that's that, that's that's my thing about, like, Afro-punk, though. Because what I, recently, like, what it, before the pandemic, what it seemed like to me was, like, it's become part of, like, the black thing. So there's a black thing, and I, and I use that, like, term facetiously. Yeah. Like, yo, there's the black thing where, like, if it's black and it's kind of, like, popping people will sort of attach to it and it's the main and it becomes mainstream. So like you name it, whatever. A black in particular boom, people are doing it and then it's a it's a thing. Um Afropunk just kinda got swept Snatched up in that up, way. Yeah. Like of kind of black empowerment and, da, da. And I, I and then you have people that. like Wizkid and thing like that, like going like, outside of their genres. I understand that, I get that, but it's like so little punk. That's all it is. And I'm punk to the core. It is not even that. I'm punk. I know them niggas. I know niggas who be at Afropunk. I know niggas who played at Afropunk. Like, that was their space. That was their shit. And for for that space that had been taken away, that's so fucked up to me. Like, certain, certain people were, like, every year there was something for them to be done. And, like, so much of it has been taken away that barely any punk kids really get on the bill. It's just what's going on now. It's not niche no more. Like every yeah, and I think and I wonder if that's an issue. Like how big, how long can you stay niche, or and still kind of do things at a base level? Because what happens? Afropunk got too popular. And then got too popular to the point where like it's not even the fact Afropunk got popular. Well, what do you think it is then? I think it's just they felt like because they were popular, they didn't need to they introduce to everybody okay. to new shit. 
They just felt like, oh, we got to be with everybody. We got to do what the fuck everybody else is doing. Instead of, oh, you're in our shit? Hey, tell, have a taste of our shit, and then we'll give you a little bit of our sh- your shit. It's like... Um, we give you take you a, all your yeah. shit and giving us a little bit yeah, of our you, shit. Yeah, it's like you take a kid to a doctor and you give him a shot, but you give him a lollipop afterward. Mm-hmm. Like, the punk is the shot. And then after you take the shot, you get the punk. You get the you get the lollipop right after. Like that's what you want. Yeah, that's that's when all I want. Like okay. I want it to be yeah. a blend. And with your like, analogy, you're saying we're giving them the lollipop first, and we thinking about the shot, yeah. not even necessarily oh. administering it. Or, or even if you've seen in a show like a kid already sucking on a lollipop and then he gets the shot, he don't even notice the shot. Mm-hmm. It's just he got the shot, and maybe the shot might linger and. It'll stand in stand the head, and then you might check it out. Like, it's just, it doesn't open doors for black kids. It leaves them in the same space. Like, it doesn't open new and brighter ventures for black kids. It just keeps them as, yeah, this is what you get. That's, that's, that's yeah, it's another you. It's another sort of thing that we already have. Yeah, it's it, nothing it, like it was. It was very unique and it was very for it, those people. And it's nothing against the artists that make black centric stuff. Like I loved the BET Awards. That was it was great. For I liked I enjoyed the performances I saw. But I enjoyed even more the fact Tyler did what he got to do. Because that opened the door for a lot of like hopefully it opened the door for a lot more alternative kids like Miles Sumner. Like maybe uh, fuck, I'm, I'm blanking on the name Jamila Wood, I believe. Okay, yeah, like which is cool. Just like uh, salt, I just mm. place like vault. But Never heard of them. Yo, it's crazy as shit. But it just two I A's. want two it. A's if if you're gonna say black, why not include all black? Matt, huh? two A's or one A? One A. Okay. Is a vault without it with the S instead of it. Gotcha. So, but, like, it's like, why don't you give the black kids so much more than they already have? Like, and you already hear people saying, oh, we don't have enough shit. We don't have enough shit. It's plenty. It's plenty. It's so much to eat. You just not eating it. You eating the same scraps they're giving you. It's so much. That's all I want. Like, open your eyes to shit. Like, there's so much shit out there. Find some shit. Like, listen to shit. Let some shit inspire you. That's why music is so monotone right now. Nobody's being inspired. Nobody's doing nothing different. Nobody's doing nothing off the wall. Hopefully, I can do something off the wall. Do you think there's something to... There's so let me push back. Do you think there's interview is way harder for me than I thought it would be? Do you think it's something there has to be something to the idea that you can't just do something different just for the sake of doing something different that it actually has to be good? Because, like, I think there's people who make different music, like, maybe not in the mainstream so much, but I think you can find stuff like, hold on, what's this? Um. Cool. I say I got some names. This little pop band which oh. I've been listening to recently um, that I really love. Shout out though, man! I just found out about Van Jones or Van Jess. Van Jess is tight yeah. as shit. Van you're, Jess is tight as shit. You're but the they, same but beauty. Just, but they sound like just the same I mean, beauty. No, I'm, I'm not that hip, so I only know like two songs by them. But like yeah. I play them the 
Yeah, they bombing shit. They on uh, uh, Janelle Milnay uh, mm-hmm. label. I was saying, yeah. uh, Brent Fires. Uh, Emotional Oranges. Yes. Emotional Roy yes. Jones. As uh, I, I think Roy manages them. Who? Um, uh, Roy from Roy and Mel. Uh, oh, he manages them. I think so. Like oh, yeah. I, I used to say, I'm talking about them on the podcast. Like, yeah, yeah, they're they're, they're mad cool. I, like you know, it's like some like alternative pop stuff. But like, I think there's enough people. I mean, um, even nah, within the hip hop genre, so much there's more. enough shit. It's, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. But when you say a lot, like. How much more, like, are we talking about, like, country? Are we talking about genre-specific? Are I mean, we talking about techno? Are we talking about house? Because I think, like, there is there's blending of music now in the mainstream more than ever. So I think, like, you'll find sounds and, like, Stuff sort of popular that. music that you wouldn't have maybe 10 or 15 years ago. Like, you'll find techno-type stuff. You'll find house-type stuff, like... People will experiment way more, I think, in the mainstream, and it will be popular than like TikTok. Every time I fucking hear a TikTok song, it's like it's some weird off cuff, like weird shit. I'm like, okay, like, and they be playing them shits on the radio now, like legitimately playing TikTok songs on the radio. So, I mean, I, I see what you're saying, but like, I think there's business shit, Charles. But like, there's there's a there's a way for that, like. Like the runner, I'm a track star guy. Like, what's his name? 2C or whatever. Like, no clue. That song doesn't get popping if it's not for TikTok. So, you see, like, there's a whole wave of people who now can, like. I was literally going to say Pierre Bourne, and he was definitely. <laughs> one of his beats was stolen and became a Snapchat filter. That's, so, you see what I'm saying? Like, I think we're in that age of, like, like Pierre Bourne, I think, is a really great example of, like, yeah. someone who, like, to be honest, he makes sounds. To be perfectly frank, like he makes music, but yeah, he makes sound. His greatest asset is his sounds, yeah. and they're not just hip hop sounds at all. And I think we're in that very much stage where, like, he's not as mainstream as it gets. But I think I think we're getting closer to more people like that. They're mainstream, but but Pierre is also he, like a producer. He's not necessarily an artist, even though he drops mixtapes and like he raps on them and shit like that but to me it's just like when I hear his beats it's just like alright bro like I'm selling you Sonics because and like EP shit like when I hear his mixtapes and albums it's just like alright bro like I'm showing you what I can do as an EP I'm showing you what I can do as a producer I'm showing you what I can do as a mixer I'm showing you what I can do as an engineer like that type shit because like the layout of his projects are way more thought out than the actual songs are. Because, like, you can listen to a Pierre album or a project, and you'll be like, is this John on Shuffle? And it's not. <laughs> like, it's just that sonically. And then, like, he breaks his songs down to the point where it's just, like, it's two songs in one. What you say? That's, that's kind of like Playboy Cardi in a sense. If it wasn't for Pierre Bourne, we would have no Playboy Cardi. Yeah, so, and I can snap that. Yeah, so, like... It, you gotta ask yourself the question is the style Pierre's or Cardi's? To answer, I would say both because Pierre gave Cardi the sound and Cardi executed said sound, but Pierre will also give Young Nudie a sound and Young Nudie could also execute said sound because both artists, Young Nudie and Playboy Cardi, mm-hmm. 
the Airborne produced both of their debut projects, like from top to bottom, Jai Life. And Nudie just started venturing out of Pierre Bourne. And you can say the same for Playboy Cardi. Because Playboy Cardi's first two projects, if it wasn't for Pierre, we would not know Playboy Cardi. Because yeah. Pierre is the reason why Cardi went platinum and gold and all that other shit. But, yeah, but all right, so, we'll listen to that. Mm-hmm. Or we'll listen to, like, guitarists playing a gun song. We won't actually listen to people playing guitars. Mm. Like, there's a whole I'm band name. <laughs> there's a band name proper mm-hmm. in New York. Mm-hmm. Hey, crazy shit. Like, they gotta uh, listen to a song called ASAP Rocky type beat. Okay. It's just crazy as fuck. And, and they have our, our whole songs about being black. Like, like how it's not necessarily a monolith. Yeah. Like, I I per like this sounds like there, but I personally don't feel like they're feeding black kids enough different sounds. Like we're not getting like back in the day Sunday at grandma's music. Like we're not being introduced to music that inspires us as much before outside of the materialistic. I think that maybe that's wrong. Um, look, I, mean, I, I just I, wonder. I, I'm sorry. No, 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 continue. How many kids do you think know Michael Jackson right now? Uh, I think a good amount. I think Michael Jackson, I think like we're, we'd be surprised how much like Michael Jackson is still part of like the idea of culture. Like he's he's been dead for a while, but not as long as I think we actually think. But why do we question Michael Jackson being never the Beatles or something like that? Well, see, I, I think that would be a better question. How many black kids know the Beatles? And probably not that many. And why, that, why do black kids even care about the Beatles? Well, that's, that's my point. Beatles. So, if, like, Beatles are, like, a popular no. American, like, idea of, like, Western world, like, pop music. Well, how many black kids Britain. know about death? Well, that's, we'll see. That's the thing. Like, that, I think that's a better question. Nigga, I don't know about death. See, and I, and I think they, that's the better question. Wanna, like, how many black kids know about black specific alternative pop because like Michael Jackson is the biggest thing in the world regardless like like people compare like shit like Justin Bieber like how many views he has on YouTube versus so like you know so we know for a fact that like the idea of Michael Jackson will always linger he was just standing there but that question of death that's a better question I think like how many people know about even like a, a rap group that. like Arrested Development. Like, I think those are the questions that I think a little bit to me are a little bit more interesting and Charles more, pop shit right now. And more helpful you know. to like black kids because those are the all, those are their alternatives. Arrested Development, that's a TV I, show. I completely agree. I, I agree with that. Like, you get how many uh, black kids know about Living Color? Like, Code of Personality is a really big song. But how many black kids know that's an all black rock band that made that song? See what I'm saying? Like, that's like that was really shocking to me because like that was the that was like the first black rock punk band, like in Motown, <laughs> like like <laughs> they were signed by Motown. Nah, like they were in Detroit, Detroit. during oh, okay, Motown. Okay. I, I forgot who. That's signed still crazy them. though. Like. And they created punk just off, um, 
I don't want to get it wrong because I think it's the Stooges. I, I think it's the Stooges. Even though my twisted sisters or something like that. And oh, Alice in Chains, maybe. No, but whatever. They seen a rock show and they were inspired and created punk music or uh, one of the first punk bands. Punk bands. And few people even know about that. Like, there's so much black music that we're just not seeing or not even going back to because well I think that's the question like this is a history lesson for the punk you know for punk blacks like you t- you telling people that's how people who are going to come across and learn I wonder how much of that is going on like we're like right now we're doing versus Keith Sweat versus Bobby Brown like that's something that no matter if you're like I'm sure there's a kid right now who's never heard of neither one of these men who's mother, father, auntie, uncle, whatever is watching this versus and now they're hearing this music and whether they'll decide to go whatever, find it or not, they've heard it and now this is a moment for them to be introduced to New Jack Swing. Yeah. How much of that is going on for the punk, for the punk scene, for the black punk scene, black alternative music? Mm-hmm. Like, because New Jack Swing, to be perfectly frank, is what our, our R&B and hip-hop of today is. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a greater connection and it's a closer connection than maybe to some of our alternative and our rock and punk. So how mm-hmm. do I think that's the, like, at least for me, for black creatives who are actually into that because that's your space. Yeah. How do all of us find a way to be, like, shed light and then for you guys to be able to actually, like, bring that, not just to the genre now, but to the future? Well... First and foremost, I, I feel like a lot of people need to stop taking that shit so seriously. Like, uh, you're nobody, for real. Like, I mean, not saying you're nobody, like, make the shit you need to make, but understand that you do have an audience you have to cater to to some point. So, again, the doctor analogy. Give them a shot, shoot them a little lollipop. Like, you got to give them, you got to give and take. Like, a lot of musicians are too serious especially, like, a lot of rock musicians. Like, that's why rock music isn't really doing shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen, like, a podcast. Um, I, I think it was some YouTube video, I don't know. But, like, dude was explaining, like, hey, rock is way too serious. It used to be party music. Mm-hmm. Like, back in, like, 2000s, like, mm-hmm. all the little party videos. Shit, like, yeah, Van Wilder shit. I fuck with Van Wilder. Even hard, Weezer. But, yeah, I, I won't want to be Van Wilder. But that's beyond the point. Like... <laughs> All that shit, like, had really, yeah, like, Weezer, fucking Green Day, like, yeah. like, uh, Good some, Charlotte. some 41, some 41 is this shit. They used but, to turn yeah. up. Good Charlotte, Waldorf in the house, that's yeah, far as shit, Good but, Good yeah, Good yeah. Perfect example of, like, medicine, lollipop. Yeah, Good Charlotte is water. That's, I mean, a couple miles down the road. Like, yeah, good flight. Yeah, it's just fucked. It's, it's fucked up. There's only one way in the world off. <laughs> like for real. There's a couple ways, but you don't want to take them ways. <laughs> no, the real way to the off. Okay, like okay. the way you ain't gotta worry about shit. Like there's only one, one real way type shit. Like one way in and one way out of that city. But yeah, but it's so much alternative stuff. Like um. I, how many black kids could tell me, how many people could tell me like about what's the 20th anniversary of next year at BT? 
Not many. I didn't even know that. No. So next year is the 20th anniversary of Alien Ant Farm recording their video these days, like right across from the BET Awards. And like the video is basically a video of niggas at the BET Awards <laughs> seeing Alien Ant Farm perform <laughs> at the BET Awards. <laughs> and like it's 20 years from that next year. And how many would just bring that up? Like that's black pop culture. Even though it's a white band, that's still black pop culture. They did at the fuck, fucking BT Awards. Awards. Like, it, it's just like little. One, they gotta stop being so serious. Two, they gotta actually understand black culture because that's another thing about black punks. Like, they're like black punks. Like, certain black people are just so far away from the actual culture. Like. They make frivolous things as a part of the culture. Like, I don't want to say hair, because that's, that's people's shit. But just like certain certain things, just they make way too frivolous. Like, it's not even an argument. Like, you shouldn't make that an argument. Like, Bless. like twerk. No, I'm not. Yeah, twerking. I'm going to say it, twerking. <laughs> like, What's wrong with twerking? I enjoy a good twerk. Like winding, well, I, I, which I, is an offshoot. Yeah, I mean, twerking African, is an offshoot. Yeah, I, I mean, African. <laughs> you don't fuck with the twerk. I like winding. You don't fuck with the twerk. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You don't fuck with the twerk. I, 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 like, the I twerk. like the twerk. I enjoy I like the twerk. I like the twerk. I like the twerk. I will never I like deny wine. the twerk. But I don't. I don't think Charles the twerk should be. Ass. I don't think the why twerk. Why don't you? Why don't you like a twerk culture? I don't think the twerk should be like stamped. Like it's just have you have you seen have you seen the city girls truckie later? Hey, that's my shit. It's time for the truckie later. It's time for the truckie later. But a nice yeah, wine, that's like twerking, twerking. Hey, the girls. Okay, okay. Buddy. I, I, twerking, twerking is too fast for me. It's twerking. It's it's too fast for me. I like a sensual wine. Listen, listen. I feel as though you've not been hanging around the ladies because the the ladies they've got the truck levels up. Like the truck levels have been like Charles. He's married. There's levels of truck levels. I don't know what's on the block. I've been I've been away from the block for a long time, so I don't know what's popping no more. I just feel as though like the truck. I feel as though I can't let you have the truck. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna ride for the. I'm gonna defend the truck. The truck has culture. I apologize. I disrespected the truck. I'm saying the truck has culture to it. It does, but that's all I'm saying. The truck has culture to it. Like I can't let you do the truck. There's other things I can't maybe let you get on, but the truck. I love, I love, I love, I love Bitch Robin niggas music. 
I, for some reason, I like it as much as I like. This nigga Charles in his face on the mic. As much as as much as I loved like old New York, just grimy, good as shit. Like I love Robin yeah, Robin like, nigga music. Robin music is like the women are making Robin nigga music and it's beautiful. Let them like, let them be. Mm. Let them be. No, but I, I, I like the city girls for sure. I'm low key yeah. with the women Robin nigga. Yeah, music. like a little I'm bit, low key just with a little shit, bit. Bro. Just let them get the. Little, just a little bit. I mean, niggas been wow. They've been degrading it. Yeah, I'm gonna shit for so long, and it's just like, all right, nigga, where the money at? Yeah, hey, run the checkup. It's kind of like China. Yeah, niggas is sweet. <laughs> I fucks with it. I, I niggas fucks with is sweet. Girl, so. Hey, Charlie, I'm pro If you find you a sweet nigga, yeah, pro pro that's going, you're a flow Millie? That's going to get Yeah, I love flow Millie. I love flow, flow Millie. Hey, no, I'm flow Millie. I'm one of the better if you see this year. I want to make like a name for a no, fan base. Because she fuck with the flow, but hey. That's 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 her that's her choice. Like, she got this. She said, that "Bitch, hey, Emmy, you could be my mama." Hey, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was that. She was talking that shit. I just like it because she got braces. Yeah, that's really <laughs> shit. It's like her own personal grill. For sure, she's cool people. You fuck with Lil Nas X? Lil Nas, I fuck with what Lil Nas is doing and what he may mean for a certain community. Like, you know what? I've never. I try to listen to his first album. And it's just like low key, his music isn't that great. He's a, he's a pop star. <laughs> like, well, here's the thing: he's a pop star with like more star than pop. So sure. what I mean by that is like, he reminds me of like a lot of the sort of later two thousands kind of like white pop stars who came and had like really one big hit, and Aaron it was just Carter. like, <laughs> no, no, no. Like, remember that those two girls from Russia. And like oh, tattoo, that's what he kind of reminds me of. That, that, that first song was fire, but it was fire. just like it was so much of everything else than the music. Like yeah, it was like yo, really it, fire song. Nah, but tattoo, tattoo. If you listen to that album, they made some fine shit. It's just niggas cared about the fact they was lesbian. You can't. And that's what I feel about like, and I feel like Lil Nas X. Like it's not the the music isn't that great. Bad. No, it's not that it's bad. It's just like it's not that it's good. Not that good. Like it's not good enough for all the hoopla to surround it. And me personally, like well, it's good music. Lil and Nas, Frank Ocean make amazing, amazing music. music. So like when he do Tyler Creator, he was he talks all that gay stuff on this like Bruh. the new the new album. Faster to me is still endless, one of endless, my favorite endless, endless, yeah, 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 yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah, he, was, with, he was like he was like he ain't gotta be mad. I'm up with the three so I'm you know like. What I'm he talks endless gay shit and no one says anything because the, the music is amazing. Like when your music is that good, you can do all that you can do all that wild shit. But you got Bastard is okay. amazing shit. I've, I don't care what anybody says, Bastard is still one of my favorite pieces of music. On the point of Tyler, I feel Tyler Tyler understands how to craft a a good album, like he understands because he's an artist, he's a musician of an actual album from beginning to end. Yeah, Janelle Monae. Like, she, like, she talks endless. She talks endless sexuality. Of my projects of a year. Her right? music is so good that that's that's the issue. Here. I but, like that. But you also have to understand where Lil Nas Us came from. Like a lot of people don't remember, he was a, t- a Nicki t- Twitter troll. 
He's a troll. He's the greatest troll ever. I get, but see, that's my whole point. Like, I didn't know that. As it, no, yeah, that was a big yeah, thing. So like, he, he went a, from a barb to a star. Uh, so he, that's he's, a, he probably still a barb. So that's like, like so. But like, yo, let's, when he get that Nikki feature, is about to blow. But <laughs> but, but let's Nikki but let's keep it let's keep it in context. Like Nikki Minaj, I think her greatest attribute is that she's an actress. So like she's really good musician, but like she knows how to play up a role. She was any the best rapper in 2017. I don't know why she hasn't done movies yet, unless she's I, I don't few, know. She's she's done oh, like not major, nah, but she's had some good parts. Like, and, um, I don't know why Nikki isn't like a movie star. Well, maybe she doesn't want to be. You know, it's a, it's a whole lot. That's a whole nother thing to be. You know, she got a she got a few acting Bro, credits for a, sure. Though. She's in a realm above a realm, and then to be a in that realm and then be an actor. That's a different, different realm. Because she's already top tier in one realm. But I feel like Rihanna's that kind. And she got, she got like big, like. You said Rihanna? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she got Battleship at least. And, and, and then, um. Ocean's was, 8? What was the jump? Huh? Ocean's 8? Yeah, Ocean's 8. Was that she, was a big movie for her. Yeah. yeah. I know. I feel like yeah. she's maybe had bigger parts, but yeah, for sure. Minaj is by far the better actor. So Nicki Minaj the was the biggest rapper at one point. Off a of verse. Off of a verse. The monster verse. Yeah, that was his crazy ass verse. That like, how a, do you out rap so many niggas? That was a moment in history. Two niggas on the song. No, I'm saying, <laughs> but like Charles on that album, which did she not have nah. one of the best verses on no, that for album? Sure. Don't and, deny that. And, Nah, Cause we the, argued that at one point. It was three niggas on that song, and the two niggas she all no, Rick Ross. Oh, and, it, and it, you got Kelly Rick Ross. Bitch, you don't do. No, that makes the song. She had just out rapped him literally a year before on Good Morning. For sure. On Hey Good Morning. That's what I'm saying. Like, like. Oh man, that was that era of the pink, of the pink. Like, stop it. She was just better. She was just better than them at that time. But I'm just talking about like as a rapper though. Like she yeah, was I mean, literally from like oh nine to eleven. She yeah, was, she, she was, was one literally of the better best than rappers. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's no dynamic, but like literally, there's been like ten best rappers in the last ten years. Like, For sure, mm. but she's a woman. Mm. I don't, I, like I said, you can find probably ten different rappers in the last decade with at least one time want to say that they were the best rapper. But I don't think they had Nicki status. Like Nicki, it's all right. So there's like oh like. Probably like three rappers in the last decade who have Nicki status. So it was yeah. just like, is that fair? Like she's she's a, she's in a category yeah, of her own. It has that because she's in a category of her own. That's fair. They, they can't compare to her. Mm-hmm. Like you should, and they shouldn't be compared to her. I mean, even though at the end of the day, everybody pretty much the same. But Nicki Minaj at a status level, like more people would know about Nicki Minaj than Lil Baby. No, I, I listen. I get all. I'm not. I don't. I don't think I'm trying to even argue any of those points. I just think for her in particular, like she's she's different. Well, you know, it's 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 one thing to compare like Flo Millie. That 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 would be. That, I think that would be fair game. She's not. She's not. She's not Nikki. Like Nikki is like it's like Nikki Queen Latifah, Little Kim, and Lauren Hill on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah. So you know, it's like when once you're once you once we're talking that, I think it's a different. It's just a different different ball. Yeah. That's, that, that's just how I'm talking about Mount Rushmore. You know what I'm saying? You. That's, that's all I'm saying. But back to um, lines. Then, what's going? What's next for you? I know you said we just gotta wait on it, but like, 
So, is uh, there other other are there more projects? Are there events? Are there what else? What you want, this, Charles? What you need, bro? This July, um, Bink, Bink versus Drip comes up with Agua. Uh, I really like Bink because Bink's story is everything about his shit has to deal with water, and it's, it's I really I really enjoy it. So Bink is coming out during July. Um, me and Abe are working on another one. We're putting on in August. I don't know if you heard of Seeds of Matthew. Seeds of Matthew on Apple Music. Right now, go get that. Hey, bro, that is a vicious project. My personal favorite song is Undertaker. But I have a few others. Matter of fact, let's talk about it. Yeah. I, I, I really like how it came out. I enjoy everything. I enjoy Abe did his thing on there. Like, I feel like my, my younger brother is the best producer in the area. And he has been for a long time. It's just people don't know it. I'm just taking Platonic. Yeah, Platonic. Platonic was actually done by uh, Ryan Rhythm. He's a friend of mine, little brother. They used to have a group called, well, they have a group called C Lab 2012 because C Lab is forever. Mm. But they're doing their own things mm-hmm. right now. So you check both of them out. Um, nigga Luke Kane. Abe. Luke Kane. I haven't heard that name in a while. Yeah, nigga. Well, <laughs> nigga it's, Luke it's NLK. So, like, oh, NLK. Oh, okay. Like, he's... It's really quirky. And it's really endearing. And it's really fun. And it's a lot of skill. If you... If you actually understand what Abe is doing. Like, there's musicians that listen to Abe and, like, like how the fuck, like, cause he's doing it on like free trial rock band or garage band or Fruity Loops, Fruity Loops, FL, and like his drum patterns are crazy. So we're working on something that's a little, little punk, a little pop, a little, and basically based in hip hop, cause that's pretty much where we're trying to go with. A little punk, a little pop, keep it balanced with the hip hop. Is that for everyone on the label, or okay? So and so, also I don't think we've actually done this. Lions Den is I say Lions Den, you say Lions Den is a collective, a collective that is a music label, a music entity, a group of people who make music like. What um, distinction would you give to you guys outside of just being a collective? No, I actually like Lions Den is. Whatever you want to call it, like, we're just going to bring it to you however you take How? Because at the I end of the day, people going to have writing, a different perspective. Niggas writing movies, producing documentaries. So, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, is it a production company? Is it a entity? Is it a. Lions Den is. is. <laughs> well, you heard it here. Lions Den is. Trademarked by Charles. So, uh, yeah, that's yours. That's yours. <laughs> I appreciate that. I will take one of the keys one time. <laughs> Appropriate. Um, lastly, before I finish, I don't, I don't think I have any more. This is very fruitful. I've learned a lot of punk black history today, so thank you for that, man. Always I thought we were going to get into the album at least. Well, talk to us. Oh, we get into the album. Like, uh, okay, so Seeds of Matthew is called Seeds of Matthew. 
because our dad's name is Matthew. Um, Matthew Massacor, he's currently in Sierra Leone. Uh, we grew up with our mom for the most part. I've had my own moments with my dad. Um, I wouldn't say I don't like my dad because I understand my dad, but I feel like my dad could be better than what he is because of what I know of my dad now. So uh, I wanted to name him after him, but I didn't really want to like, because the next album is called Regina's Kids. Mm. So I named it Seeds of Matthew because you're the seeds of Matthew, yeah. which are Regina's kids. Exactly. So, Seeds of Matthew was uh, loosely based off him. There's just songs like modernized songs of what he was doing, or like yeah. how I felt he. The tracklist makes a lot of sense now. <laughs> okay. So that's why you get niggas in relations. Okay. Tonic. Okay. You know, my mom made it. Are you okay? Are you okay? The limbo. I don't, I don't think he's. And then the outro is on mothers. Yeah, because it's on my mom's. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and then you going into Regina's kids. For sure. So Regina's kids is the sound you will hear from, or the sound we are going for will be explained in Regina's kids. Okay. So this is the prelude to this is just a little warm up for Yeah, it's just a little taste. Of, like I'm rusty. I haven't been making music in like four years. So why the why the hiatus? Rusty? Huh? Answer Charles's question first, but why the hiatus? I wasn't passionate, but like I fell out of love with music. Like, fell out of love. Yeah, nothing felt inspiring to me. Maybe it was my own depression. Maybe it was what was going on at the time, but. It really, I got COVID. <laughs> it's lame to say cliche, but after COVID, I had a epiphany. Yeah, you cliche to say that you got COVID. No, he said I, he had an epiphany. That was cliche. After uh, it happened. But like, but like, I just felt like, man. I don't think that's cliche, bro. I think he's got COVID and just still popped out with no mask. Yeah. No vax. But, but the thing about me getting COVID, that's not the first time I've been sick like that. Okay. Um, like 2014-ish, I mm-hmm. had meningitis, like bacterial meningitis, so it was in my spine. I was in the hospital for like eight solid weeks. months. Yeah, I'm about to say. No, no, no. I was in the hospital for meningitis for two months. That's and then saying. I got That's pneumonia. eight weeks, my nigga. No, two weeks, I mean, two weeks. Two okay. Weeks. I'm sorry, I'm trying. Two weeks, and then I got pneumonia, and I was in the hospital for another two But that's normal, two. though. But you get bacterial meningitis and then pneumonia. But pneumonia is the one that did it. Did me in. Like, I was cool after the bacteria. Yeah, fluid on your lung, my nigga. Yeah, so, like, I was in a hospital and breathing tubes on that shit. Mm. You were incubated? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you remember. That's why I was just like, yo, I, man, have my, I didn't have a Twitter in 2004. Oh, yeah, yeah, like Matt went away and then came back I was living in North Carolina. I didn't have a Twitter. I deleted that junk, all that shit in 2004. I was going to say, you were sick. You were really sick at one point. Like, yeah, like, that's I, all I remember. Like, I was, I was almost gone, but thank God. Like, I'm doing that. Yeah, I stayed, but... When I when that happened, it wasn't really like that wake up call to make shit happen. 
So, like, I didn't really push it. I mean, I did certain shit. Like, I went to trade school. I ended up learning a trade. So, like, my job right now is pretty cool. I fuck with it. But, like, I didn't really, like, do anything I was passionate about. Then I got COVID. And then I was in the hospital for a whole nother month. <laughs> and I know that shit. Like, like it, I, wouldn't, I didn't have tubes on my throat, but... I had like back spasms for like two days. Like every five minutes, it would just come. So like I was in bed and no painkillers stopped it. So I was in bed trying to take painkillers. A two out, a five minutes. No man made object can stop what a law has for. Yeah. Period. Yeah, and I did learn faith for that. And it's cliche as fuck, but like. Not even like a religious way because I'm not really about organized religion. That's not me. I feel like organized religion is good for people. Like, may Allah guide you. Exactly. Like, whatever guides you to being who you, like Sharif Dad said, whatever got my son to God, <laughs> I praise the Lord for it. <laughs> so, like, Hey, it's one of my favorite movies, by the way. Sidebar, it's fucked up Tupac ain't take that road. That would have been tight. Tupac and Sharif, but that's all another thing. But <laughs> but it's whatever gets you to God, that's what you need for you to get to God. I guess COVID is what? Yeah. If it is, it is. It is what it is. So I, I got my faith. I started listening to Jesus is King, which is fire now. I understand it's so much more. God, why, why you drinking it? Because you said slavery is a choice. Some of you said. What, what are you, I'm pro I'm super pro kind. Nah, but niggas mad because you said slavery is a choice. In today's time, slavery nah, is what, different. No, nah, what year did you say? It's like 2013, 14, 15. Yeah, he said when slavery he said, is a choice. He said slavery was a choice. It was like it was like it was like it was like, it was like, it was like seventeen, 16. sixteen. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, seventeen, sixteen. It was like sixteen, seventeen. But he said the shit. Was he wrong? He said the shit. Two thousand days time. No, he he said the shit. James, James, don't do that. James, don't do that. James, in today's time, he is not wrong. I'm not gonna question whether he's wrong or not, but I will say he said the shit. Two thousand thirteen in New Slaves. Yeah, that's, okay, that's what I'm about to put. He, like, he had like said, he like, he said, had said it before. before it's, it's just he didn't oh, say it behind it. Yeah. Like, uh, what do you say? Uh, black Lives Matter is work on, yeah. worse than black uh, black on black crime. Yeah. Yeah. He was the chief, the, the yes. chief on how to make a dime. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, he's been saying shit like this. That's my whole point. You remember when he was crying about his, his unborn children? Mm-hmm. He was talking about his unborn children during the joy on Watch the Throne. Mm-hmm. Like, Kanye, a lot of what Kanye said out loud, he said in song. Yeah, it's just niggas don't listen to yeah, music yeah, for real. Niggas don't care about deep cuts they take. They care about hits, baby. Where's yeah, the vibes but, at? But I can't be mad at him for saying shit I was bumping two <laughs> years ago. I mean, I, see, that's a different stance than litigating what he said. So I agree to that. I, I can I can attest to that point. But he was wilding for that point. Yeah, he was. Of, of course, he was wilding for that. Very point. bad take. Definitely. In the context, slavery was not a choice back in the day. Today, though, 
I wouldn't say it is today. I feel like got me fucked up. I feel like some people just don't know what they're doing. That's, that's, we, can talk, that's, we can talk about this act. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I just don't want to know how we got to slavery as books. Like, ah, Kanye, Kanye always takes. Kanye takes yourself. Slavery is not a choice. Slavery is never a choice. Never, never a choice. It's always infringed on you. It is an occupation. Someone chooses slavery for you, for sure. Always infringed on you. Why did they bought you, my nigga? They choose slavery. They can easily say you're not a slave. So. But he said it. Obviously, it's not a choice. He said it before, before he actually yeah. said it. Here's the thing: like, I, I agree to that point. So that's that's the point that I, I will say that you are completely right on. So but like, <laughs> like Kanye has said a lot of things. So just like, yeah. I'm gonna take the good and not worry too much about the bad. But I definitely feel what everyone's saying. So, yeah. but you know, this guy respect. Charles is ridiculous. How am I ridiculous? I mean, you kind of got to take both sides. That's how I do with life. Like, once again, like... Don't we know it? Most people are bad people. Like, yeah, and if nice. I decided that, I wouldn't hang out with nobody. But I decided to choose the good of people. You wouldn't hang out with me? Most people are bad people. And I'm a bad I'm, person? Most people are... Listen, all of us are bad people. Like, that is we're, crazy. We're all, we're all of us. Okay. We're all, we know who our real friends are. To that, to that, would you take the glass half full approach or the glass half empty approach? Where the glass half full empty is everybody's bad people, so just fuck everybody. The other approach where everybody's bad people, but there's hope. There's hope. That's that. Bro, listen. There's always hope in people, but like to sit up here and act like, yo, people aren't. This is my. This is just my hot take. People are inherently bad. Like I just believe that people are inherently bad, and it is laws that stop us. It is laws, and some like some of us are good people. Like eighty twenty, like twenty percent of us are legitimately good people. Damn, man, dang, but most of us, not even a twenty is not your okay, rule. That is okay. a life rule. Stop. I believe. It. First of all, once again, eighty twenty. Yeah, like like twenty percent of people are, are actually good okay, people. Okay, okay, okay. I, I say it like this. Twenty percent of those people are good. Twenty percent of those people are bad. Sixty percent of the people end up at a fork in the road where they have to choose either they are good or they are bad. And that's where sixty percent of the world is. So, so you have 60% to guide sixty percent of the world. Well, see, I, I I see it way more, a little bit more complex. Twenty percent are good, like legitimately good people, like. They don't need to be incentivized to be good. They don't need laws. They don't need faith. They're just good. You drop them here. You drop them in there. They're good people. The rest of the 80 are, like, inherently, one, two, three, four, five. Four of us are bad people. Like, inherently, we're bad people. And you Who know, is the fifth? That is good. One, two, three, four, five. Pick, pick. Only one of us is a good person. That's okay. <laughs> At least so, you know. Listen, I'll be bad. So you you want to be good? Uh, I don't know. Do you want to be? Moon is good. Hell no. Hell no. Exactly. It's yeah, really. It surely can be good. It's me. How? So my point. How? My point is that. I had to get up. My, my point is that. How? How? In this room. Of the four of us who are of the four of us that are of the four of us that are are bad, we get to decide, and we get to decide on what we'll do with that. And for the most part, of the four of us, of the four of us, I would argue that like 
70 to 75% of us are going to just do what, just chill because of laws, because we don't want to go to jail, because we don't want people to talk about, because of just very, because we don't want to be poor. We, we're just going to chill. Not because inherently that we're good, but because the outside factors are going to make us that way. And then there's the 10%. I who do not give a silent fuck about anything and are going to get it how they fucking live. I did a good deed today. And I'm mad at witness that. Uh, Once again, you see see the idea of good deeds? Like, that's why they're part of the 80%. Because, like, doing those good deeds, hopefully in their minds, rectifies them to some sort of, like, all right, you know, I'm no, no, not no, no, as... No, 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 no. My, I mean, good, good deeds good deed was actually good a good God. deed. I can't call cousins, but... Yeah. Okay. Once again, once again. James, was this not a good deed? I mean, those don't. You don't know. Eighty percent of the world is bad people. I don't know exactly. I, I can't. I can't. I can't like give it eighty. I give twenty thirty. I don't know. Eighty percent. Twenty. And I, and I don't mean it like like evil. Like I want to kill you. I just mean like bad people. Like without something behind them, you. You would probably steal from way more people if you didn't think, if you didn't, if the idea of like, yo, I get in trouble for it. I mean, I ain't with stealing. Nah, I mean, but. I ain't with stealing. I feel like, I feel like good people could still have some behind them. Like, it doesn't. I, so, you ever see, I was, I was at the art museum this weekend, and like, it wrote, like, I don't know too much about Jesus. I know the basis about Jesus. Jesus came, mm-hmm. he was on the cross, he left, bow. Allegedly. So, uh, allegedly, yeah. but that's a whole other thing. So, um, when Jesus was on the cross, <laughs> two other people were also on the cross with mm-hmm. Jesus. It was both of them were crooks, mm-hmm. and one was like, "Nigga, if you're Jesus, why aren't you saving us?" Okay. And the other one was like, "Yo, Jesus, he knows not what he's done. Yeah. So, forgive him." That one went to heaven. Mm-hmm. The other one went to hell. Okay. So who's to say bad pe- bad people don't go to hell? Both of these niggas are crooks. Yeah, yeah. I, I, listen, what's it? That's my point. Eighty of us are bad, and apparently, I don't, I don't think like we're just all going to hell or all going if you believe in that concept. Like that, all of you. But what I do believe is that inherently, if there were not anything, laws, idea of religion. Da da da. Other shit. We there would be a larger group who would do bad things. Of that eighty percent who are bad, many of them will never do bad things. I don't think it would be eighty. Maybe half of eighty. But I, I I do feel what you're saying. Like if certain things were in place, huh. you are talking would, to a cynic right now. Just saying. <laughs> Charles is a cynic. Okay. There's very, nah, very few good nah, people. Very few good people. The math has proved Charles right. I would say. I'm like, I'm like, what? Like, at best, they literally true. had to make good Samaritan laws in certain countries because people would not help not people even, when they saw them. Chuck, Chuck, that's not even certain countries, certain states, because certain states don't abide by the good Samaritan law that the United States has passed by. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, so, just like, so like inherently, like if they had to build in laws so people would help other people. What does that tell you about humanity? Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying this because I just think people are just no, because well, Maryland is a good Samaritan state. I'm and looking. I am, a, I am CPR and AD certified, so it's just like me being certified and I go to save someone's life. 
if I'm not intoxicated or any of that, then I cannot be faulted if they die. But it's just like the same time, if I'm intoxicated, even though I know my training, they can still die. So just like regardless, them dying or not is not in my hands. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't know. I all I'm saying is that good Samaritan laws are literally proof that I can stand. Bro. People like, are bad. I know people. niggas oh, that yeah. went for that good Samaritan so law. I, I see what like, you're that saying. That shit is flu. That shit is foo foo. Good Samaritan law foo foo. I feel you. I, I understand what you're trying to say, bro. Like everybody, like eighty percent of people is bad. Cause like yeah. People are bad. People are bad. But but you really got you really gotta ask yourself the question. You put that in context. How many people are really giving how many people are really giving that choice to do something good? Everything in their life. Like we live in a system that's set up where everything in their life is set up for downfall. Whether it's black, white, whatever, whatever, whatever. It's just so happy. I mean, I mean we in America. This is going a little but too even, off the rails. What about but even, the lines, then? But, <laughs> Charles, you brought... I was talking about Nicki Minaj. I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> I'm very confused. Manipulate <laughs> the whole situation and play victim. Very confused. Who brought up slavery? I didn't bring up slavery. Was, oh, that wasn't me. Like, <laughs> it wasn't me. Matt, this might be on you, Matt. I'll take that. I'll take that blue. <laughs> it is what it is. Nah, nah. Uh, one more time, the album. Album. Caesar Matthew. Matthew. Dub T-H-A, like Doug Carter. Okay. Really wanted to make it feel like a place. <laughs> so Dub Massacoil. That's because Doug Carter was definitely a place before yeah. it was uh, an album. Yeah, the Carter was... The Carter 2 is one of my favorite hip hop albums. That like sure. Huh? BMJR? Sure. It's on one. Birdman JR is the is on Niggas in the, the first one. Nah, two. Two is it for me. Because two came out around the same time the cool came out. Yeah, oh, five. Those, are oh, yeah, you are guy. those are my two favorite albums because like they show real dualism in hip hop. Like okay. Carter. Carter is a real commercial genre. Well, the cool is like the experimental genre. And then like both of them served their purpose. I, I would say Wayne was experimenting on the Carter too, but he, he was, but that. he he was experimenting in a more commercialized black way. Like, okay. Like while Respect. Lupe was like real he, I mean he had an uncle sample. Okay. Who son knows who uncle is. <laughs> so like weird like Lupe. Uh, I, I like it. Anything else you need to tell the people about Lions Den before we head out here? Watch out. It's Lions Den. T H E L Y O N S D E N. Lions Den. We, the Lions Den, on Twitter. You can find us. Follow that. Make sure you pay attention to what's going on. We have a Kickstarter on the 25th. Come through, enjoy yourself, have fun, eat, drink, be merry, and enjoy some good music from the Den Alliance. I don't know what I 
what you say after <laughs> You know the vibes, the lines then. Tap in. Money tight, be stressed all the time though. Let's send it on the high note. See the wrong was good, no need to be cutthroat. We live in times where everybody's a side. It's really hard to recognize you truly here by your side. And I am here just for the ride until I'm dissatisfied. Now if you wish to end it now, I truly will step aside and do me.